A good realtor will spend three hours a day calling. This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now, please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. What is up, Facebook? Another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Folks, we got a killer show today. I was, we were supposed to do this a couple weeks ago, but she didn't show up. So all of a sudden, we had to like go out and reschedule it, but it was okay. It was meant to happen. We uh, did bring on to the show here, and we're going to talk, guess what, about video. But before I introduce our guest, um, a lot of you probably know who she is. I would say probably within the last year or so, I've literally watched her personal brand um, grow like extensively, and I will probably 100% attribute it to the creative outside-the-box video content that she's creating. And I don't see too many people around the country doing it in the way that she's doing it today. So we're going to go through exactly with someone that's doing it and um, talk about how sort of outside the box works, how attention works, and why when you get a lot of eyeballs on your business, that good things just happen. Nothing bad happens from creating content, even if it's bad. I mean, it, it can't be that bad unless you turn people off. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest, Mrs. Noelle Nielsen to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, thank you for forgiving me for um, accidentally standing you up. You know, that's the thing. I've been traveling a lot because of this content that I'm creating because it is so crazy. And then my schedule gets crazy and I forget things. And normally they're on my calendar, but somehow. It does. Well, no, that's exactly what we're talking about. So Noel is getting asked to go to all these events. She's speaking on all these stages and all of this stuff. Folks, if you don't put yourself out there, I'm sorry, this shit doesn't happen. You have to think outside the box and you have to like, even if you can't think outside the box, you just have to put yourself out there. Yeah. Noah, go ahead and tell our, our listeners really quick, sort of where you're from, quick background and let's get right on into it. Yeah. I mean, if they listen long enough, they'll be able to guess where I'm from, but I'm from Minnesota. The accent is real. It's authentic. Um, <laughs> and we opened up in the fall a brokerage. We're an independent broker. It's called Bright Birch Real Estate. And part of my ability to be able to do that was because of video and the branding. And basically how I've labeled our brokerage is we're a media marketing company for agents, right? Basically what you're doing for the brokers that can't do it in-house. And so we do a lot with video and social media, but organic, authentic content that is, like you said, a little bit outside of the box. Yep. It's, it's very outside the box. And if you guys don't, she might be too um, shy to say this, but go ahead and make sure you subscribe to her YouTube channel, look her up and follow her on social media <laughs> and all that. And then Noel, when I'm done, you have to say the same thing about me. Okay. Um, yes. All right. So where we're going to start is let's get right into it because there's a lot of people out there that aren't doing video yet. But I think that in the next two to three years, I, I think it's going to become mainstream. I mean, if you're not doing video, I think you're going to be out of a job, to be honest. Um, <sighs> totally. What are your thoughts on what's coming to the industry and how early on are we within the video game? So I've been doing video for three years now, really, for real estate, two years mostly. Um, and over the last year, I have seen people start to come forward with it. But what I'm not seeing is people come forward necessarily in an authentic way where they're actually standing out. 
with their video. And that's kind of what I talk about and what I want to show people is just the genuineness that needs to come across in your video, whether it's a live like this, whether you're at an open house and you're going to give some video content or whether you are producing an actual video, there needs to be genuine authenticity and there needs to be something different, something outside of the box that you are presenting to your audience or why are they going to stick with you? And so what I'm starting to see happen is I'm starting to see a lot of agents using some video, but they're not premeditating their video. And a lot of people have been said, have been coached, okay, just go live. Don't premeditate it. And to be candid, we right now, we're not, we didn't premeditate this, but you and I are on video all the time, nonstop. We're talking about this stuff. We have scripted and practiced going live many, many times before we can just go live. But most people aren't comfortable like that. And most people aren't very well scripted. And if we're talking about just agents and realtors, our whole business, traditionally, the traditional model is based on scripts and scripting, scripting before you go to a listing appointment. So I would say we're seeing a lot of agents like coming to their open houses or market updates. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about market updates for a minute. I've never done one for a reason. But they're I haven't either, actually, and I think about it. Yeah. I don't know if I have. Right. And you probably haven't for a reason because it doesn't interest you and you personally wouldn't watch it. So would, why would you I do I would one? fucking run the opposite way, like as fast as possible. I'd be so boring. I'd be like, this is so boring. What am I going to talk about? Right. Well, and you got to keep yourself engaged when you're doing a video. Totally. So anyway, what I'm seeing a lot of is agents doing this. They're taking their phone and they're coming. Hey, I'm in front of 123 Main Street today. Look at it. Um, we got new garage doors on this house and come on in. The kitchen has stainless steel appliances, blah, blah, blah. I've already logged off. Yep. I'm not watching it and probably not going to watch the next one that they do either. So what I like to encourage people to do is not that. Don't do that. Do something that's going to catch their attention. Do something that's going to be... Let's give them some examples. What about, what if the house has like the world's best man cave? Then I would sit there and say, do you want to see the world's best man cave? And then I'd go live on that, right? Absolutely. Is that what you're saying? Pick a feature. Yeah, pick a unique feature totally. about the house. Do some kind of a pull through. So you're going to catch them at the beginning with whatever it's going to be, just like you just said. Hey, do you guys want to see the world's best man cave? Well, come on with me. We're going to come through and, and uh, I'll show you at the end, you know? And so you can show some of the other things, but you got to be engaging. Yep. And I would say a majority of real estate agents, this is one of my, my things, a, a majority of real estate agents are interesting. They have interesting backgrounds. They have fun personalities. I mean, it's why I'm a broker. I actually really love realtors. And so let your personality come through own who you are and let that come through on the videos. Like before we went live, I didn't even dare tell you don't use the F word because that's your personality, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you right. let yourself ring through on your videos yep. and my corny Minnesotan personality rings through on mine. And you know, if people are attracted to who you are, that those are going to be your best clients. Absolutely. And you're, you're exactly right because uh, I get the swearing thing a lot. I'll, I'll, let's address it. People are like, hey, you to be professional. I'm like, who the fuck am I to talk about branding and being yourself when I'm not even being myself, right? So it's the same right. thing. It's like, this is just how I talk. And you've met me on the side and you're probably like, do you really talk that way all the time? And I think even at closing table, Jeff Fitzer asked, he's like, Mike, sorry. He's like, he had to apologize to everyone. I came up to say hello. 
need to apologize to everyone at a time. <laughs> but um, folks, so here's what Noelle's saying though. This is a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up because she's saying that instead of shooting a live video to check a box because your coach told you to do so, and you're saying, hey, I went on video, actually put some time into it because we're not just doing video to check a box. We're doing video to generate the attention of your audience on your social media platforms, period. And you have to ask yourself, like before any time, and I'm sure you do the same thing, Noel, I was like, before you shoot a video, you, you think about what you're going to say and you probably have a couple different options. And you're like, well, if I go this way, I'll get more views than if I go this way, right? Mm -hmm. And you have to yeah. get in that mindset, folks. This is attention gathering, not lead generation. You have yeah. to understand there's a 100% difference when we start talking about branding and branding type marketing and, and doing that versus leads. And I think that's part of the obstacle and the challenge for a lot of agents too, especially those that have been brought up in a sales environment. I don't think we're in sales anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, we are not. We are in the business of marketing now. And marketing is now sales. And, you know, I just, uh, I went live this morning and I was talking about how even in our town, there's a bunch of local little businesses that were total staple businesses. I mean, they'd probably been tenants in their spaces for decades. Mm -hmm. They went out of business. There was a, a toy seller, a little local gift shop, places that I, I mean, I frequented them all the time. They've closed down. Why did they close down? They closed down because they failed to keep up on social media, on Instagram, and they failed to learn new techniques to stay in front of their audience. And, you know, I don't think brick and mortar business is dead. And honestly, we are still brick and mortar businesses as agents. We might not have an office. We might have a virtual office, but we physically have to get into people's houses most of the time. I know there's some people that can sell houses without going in them, but we physically have to get in front of them. Yeah. And so how do we stay in that space Well, we first get in front of them digitally in order to compete with all the tech companies that are out there. We have to bring our business into a digital presence. Love it. I was just going there and you said it exactly what I was saying. We're like our brands think identical. So let's go to the toy store example. Just so everyone follows this and let's get this yeah. into, into context. So what Noel's saying is exactly right. It's actually happening right now in the real estate industry. So you have a toy store, the mom and pop shop probably has the best toys, but there's companies like Amazon and Walmart and all these other options that are a lot bigger that are dominating social media airwaves and are dominating the attention of their previous customers. So that like when a guy like me is going to one of my kids' birthday parties and I just need to go buy a fucking toy, I need to go buy the fastest toy possible. And even though I like the mom and pop whatever his name is, Geppetto, sitting there making the toys with his little hammer. <laughs> and I like that experience. The truth is, is that my time is valuable and we're in an instant gratification. So attention is everything. Now, what Noel also said is exactly right. How does this mean to real estate? Folks, if you don't see like Zillow turning into a brokerage or whether or not they do, but they're not making the industry look good. Redfin, Open Door, there's about 10 to 15 of these different companies now. And a lot of them are publicly funded. And if you don't think that they're drowning airwaves right now, trying to capture the attention of your grandma, your friends, your family, who would normally be your clients and your referral sources, you're insane because that's exactly what's happening right now. That's right. So we just had, we just had our brokerage meeting this morning. And this was the topic of my meeting is competing with it because in our market here in Minnesota, it's here. Zillow is here oh, now um, as a broker. It's hard to miss it because it's been very visible. As a real estate broker. 
Yes, as a broker. And so we have to compete with that. And they are dumping dollars into marketing and on the radio and on the news. And they've got PR people and they're getting in front of people constantly. Everyone has this resource, this resource of Facebook, Instagram. It's what you do with it that matters and how you present yourself in order to stay in front of people and be the preferred method of choice so that when they see those commercials or they hear those radio ads, they don't even blink. They don't even think about going to those people because you're already their preferred choice. Yep. And so how do you say that? How do you say as that person, you stay in front of them constantly, consistently, and with good engaging content. Totally. So that, and that's where these toy stores have missed out because even though everybody wants convenience, there is still that thing that people still yeah. want that experience. The they emotional do. connection to a brand is everything. Like right. that toy store, go back to like Geppetto's like, I said Geppetto because it is, yes, it is Pinocchio's like father or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> it's also the name of a toy store out here in California. And um, it reminds me of a toy store in Chicago that we used to go to. And it's like woodblock toys, like toys. It's not like the Toys R Us stuff. It's like stuff that kids actually learn. The good quality yeah, stuff. Yeah, the good quality stuff. And um, you're exactly right. I just like the experience of going there with my kids. Like they go around the hot, they go around the toy store, they play with all the stuff there and it's, they wrap the gift there for you and all of that. You yep. can't get that at Toys R Us. But yep. I found myself cheating on Geppetto's for the last two birthday parties because I ran out of time. I stopped at a Target one time or something like that. Then mm -hmm. I stopped somewhere else because I didn't have the time to go there. Super duper important. All right. 100%. This is right on. I want to go into uh, getting into the uh, outside the boxness. And if you guys, at the beginning of this, Noel was saying some stuff that was right on is just, you know, Filming a video of a market update that isn't the most exciting thing to do ever isn't necessarily going to lead to like a bunch of referrals and listings. When you think outside the box, you have a better chance of doing it. And I'm not saying don't do market updates. I'm just saying do them way more interesting. So let me give you an example. And let's go into like how we can make real estate content interesting. Then let's talk about all the other stuff that we could create that has nothing to do with real estate. Yeah. So if you're a chef... All right. And you love cooking. Then I think you do your market updates in the kitchen. And I think you, you use like salt and pepper shakers possibly as like maybe houses that are being sold or representations of them. And I think you could throw a bunch of spices inside of a freaking pot and cook a bunch of shit and tell me what's cooking in the real estate market. <laughs> like I would watch that. Would you watch that? I'd, I'd, I'd totally watch it. I love that idea. That's so, good. Why don't we do something like that versus me sitting up in front of a whiteboard going, hey, did you know that 40 houses have sold this month? Because when people aren't in the market, I don't think they're really that interested to be constantly like hitting people over the head with sales messages. And the other thing I'll tell you guys is this, is that unless you spend all of your time talking about uh, real estate and work to all of your best friends, you definitely shouldn't be nurturing your SOI, your database with the same content because the same reason you don't talk about real estate all the time with them, you shouldn't about with your audience or your database. You need to show a human side. Noel, what are your thoughts on that? I totally agree with that. And what I would encourage you to do, if you don't know what your thing is, so you don't know if you're a chef, you don't know what your thing is, ask your friends and family, ask the people that are closest to you. Like when you think of me, like when you think of my hobbies, when you think of interests, what do you think of? What are things that I like? Like if you can't come up with it yourself, ask the people that are around you and then take that and map it out, map out what you can do with it. You know, we've got some agents at our brokerage that are into dogs. Dogs are their thing. We've got several of them here. I don't know. We're a dog friendly place, but so they're crafting. Dogs are in your videos a lot though, aren't they? 
We do. Well, yeah. I, I'm a dog lover myself, so I attract dog people, I guess. Um, so we have not gotten to cats yet. I don't know that <laughs> that's a thing. Office um, might not smell too good with a couple of those litter boxes hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> But so, you know, find out what is of interest to you. And if you're a broker or you're a team lead, get to know your agents, get to know the people that are in your office and help them, help them see what they can be doing for themselves to market themselves and to be authentic about what they are marketing. And that's the whole goal. You know, it's rare actually for me to be drinking a coffee a coffee on my video, you probably could say what I drink because I have it in every video. I always have a diet Coke and I use things that are relatable to people, but that are my things. And do I get a lot of messages from people saying, Oh, diet Coke is so bad for you. You need to get off the diet Coke. Yeah. But I love it because then every time they see diet Coke, they think about me and then they think about real estate. So pick things that are natural everyday things in your life and start incorporating them. I want to play devil's advocate though, but Noel, people are going to think that's too unprofessional or people are going to not like. Oh my gosh, look at the shirt I'm wearing. I'm wearing the shirt. I've got holes in my jeans today. You can't see them. Who cares? Be yourself. And you know, this is my thing. I'm actually an attorney by trade. I should by all purposes be super serious. I should be super professional. I should be wearing a suit right now. I shouldn't even be selling real estate. I should be in the courtroom, but it just wasn't who I was. And I was super uncomfortable with not being able to just be myself. Yep. And, you know, I think that's the blessing of real estate. We get to be our own boss. We get to be whoever we want to be. And, you know, look at Gary V. Uh, yep. No one's going to tell that guy what to do or where. I want you guys to think about this. If you're sitting on a treadmill right now, I want you to sort of visualize, close your eyes, but don't fall off. And I want you to visualize like what the last <laughs> 10 clients. Coffee every <laughs> like those little, you like these little commands I embed in here? Um, so I want you to literally think of the last 10 clients. And if you're a dude, there's no reason, there's no coincidence that all those guys became your uh, beer drinking buddies. And if you're a, a woman, maybe they became your, I don't know, your gal pals or your wine drinking friends or you guys go shopping together, whatever the hell you guys do. But the point is, is that we attract like people. We all do. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'll share with you guys, like when I went, when I did the Chicago real estate dude thing, I put the cartoon on my brand. It was probably like eight years ago. Everyone's like, oh my God, you're going to turn off everyone. And I'm like, you know what? I don't give a shit. <laughs> Who cares? And I remember back then I knew that the cartoon at the time would just stand out. I knew that it generated attention. I knew the dude thing was who I was. And it's a way that people would not forget about who I am. So I could just be me all the time. And I was always just fighting for that attention. And it ended up working. And, you know, that's back in what, 12, 11, when the market was just coming back out of the foreclosure boom. So don't be scared to be yourself. Like you have to, there's no shortage of clients. <laughs> I mean, last I checked, everyone lives somewhere. So it's not really, there's a shortage of clients out there. There's a shortage of building audiences. There's a shortage of building tribes. And then there's a shortage of realtors servicing them. That's what I think is happening. Mm-hmm. Yep. Building tribes is huge. And you know, that's find your sphere, figure it out, offer them something, start a community page, put videos out about things that aren't even related to real estate, but about things that they care about. Or, you know, uh, Carrie Shaw, she did this like two weeks ago. She started, she's home with her kids. So she started going around and videoing parks in her neighborhood 
for her community moms. And I was like, that is ingenious. Carrie was, like, was negotiating a deal while she was in labor. But you know, she's a mom and she owns it and she puts it out there. Don't hide who you are. You know, um, people can smell the BS a mile away. I think too, it's like when you, totally. when you try to be someone you're not, it just shows. And that's the fun thing about today. Like, remember though, Noel, even when you got, when you started maybe going into law school, the world was a lot more professional, like before social media and all this stuff. Would you agree with that? Totally. Yeah. Like, I couldn't call myself a dude 10 years ago. There's no way in hell. Ago, <laughs> dude, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But all right, let's go through some other type of real estate content. How else can we make real estate content fun? We gave you an example of a market update. I think there's a huge opportunity on case studies for the clients that we serve. And I think that that is a great story because HGTV has already done it for us, guys. So why aren't you just using every single one of your listings or buyers that buy or sell? Why don't you go beyond the story with it and talk about the people you serve? So instead of you posting, just listed, I made 10 grand, you didn't. That's really what you're saying. Say this 49-year-old homeowner just got a three-bedroom house. His kid has an extra back, has a backyard and a front yard and he's renting and he's spending $400 a month less. Here's how. Yep. I love that idea. I don't even think you need to give that much information about the house. Honestly, give the storyline of the people. The house isn't even mentioned 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I've got an agent in my office that he started doing his own videos now and um, he'll just kind of go out and put together a really beautifully um, shot video with very little talking, honestly, of like this couple on their happy day of closing oh. and they put it to funky music. I like that. It's awesome. It's really good. Sure and it's, it's very sure. Instagrammable, you know? Yeah. Do you do client parties for closings or anything like that? Housewarmings or anything like that? <laughs> no, um, we've been talking about it. I've got a couple agents that I have encouraged to start doing that. I personally haven't done much of that. You know, my videos personally, my videos have all been a little crazy out of the box, like we said, of like laying out a story or laying out a scene and I'm trying to communicate a message with people. And let's be honest, half of my client base now are agents. I'm trying to attract agents to come work with me. And so I'm trying to show them what the culture is like here, even at the office. And then by doing that, we're also attracting customers and clients. And so I really honestly have not done a ton of actual real estate content with my videos. It's just not uh, what worked for me. Although with my son. Let's, let's my segment son. that because that's perfect. Because one of the things that I always like scream is like your videos don't have to be about real estate. They just have to remind people you're in real estate. There's a major difference um, with that. And it could be as subtle as having your branding in the bottom corner of your logo. But the truth is, is that the type of videos that we create, and I'll sell two things I want you guys to write down. Uh, one is it has to tell a story 100% because people remember stories. People will follow your story or your why. They won't follow anything else. And it's just weird. It's just how our brains are wired. This goes all the way back to the Egyptian days of the hieroglyphics on caves. Those were pictures telling stories back then, folks. So we are wired. It's in our innate DNA. It's the way God made us. Once you understand how communication portrays and how that works, it's a lot easier to adapt your message. And it, it's literally, our, our formula is simple. Story plus video plus authenticity equals engagement. It's very, very simple. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So tell me about some of the, let's go through some of your outside the box ideas and let's go through, um, I like the one you did with the Bachelor remake. 
I thought that was really, really <laughs> clever because I was actually watching The Bachelor. My wife forced <laughs> me to watch it. So I knew everything going on in the show so I could relate to it. But that was a very catchy, ongoing, if I'm not mistaken, like that was the last episode and it was messed up this year, right? Someone had like, both chicks said no, right? <laughs> you know what? I don't even remember. Um, how did he end it? It was cool. Oh, his choice. She dumped him. And then he went back after her anyway. Oh, yeah. Then he started crying. He ran away. I remember. It's restarted again this season. And so it's got me thinking about, because that video that I did, it was so popular. And we got so much great engagement on it that I'm for sure going to do it again. Because what happens is people want something that they can resonate with. It either has to be nostalgic. It has to be something that's current times going on that they're currently thinking about. Like, yep that Kiki video. Remember when that Kiki thing came out? Oh yeah, so creepy. I personally hated it, but there were realtors all over our market that were trying to do that Kiki. Oh really? (laughs) So we careful what you guys create. Yes. Yes. Just because it looks or you think it's going to look cool doesn't necessarily mean that it is. But to explain to everybody, we did a video with all of the agents here and we had one of our assistants. She was portraying the buyer. And it basically was a knockoff of the show, The Bachelor. And so we went through and just kind of exposed in our video all of the annoying things that agents do. And unfortunately, that's what people resonate with because realtors in their mind are annoying people and they do annoying things. And so we wanted to just make light of that in the video. And it it turned out really well. And she ended up rejecting basically everybody. That's funny. And it took off. And so the other thing that you could do with that is that could be a series of videos. You know, if you find something that works well, do more of them, turn it into a series and use that to your benefit. I remember um, one video you guys, and this is how attention guys that I'm actually just recalling these on the spot. Like I don't have Noel's videos. (laughs) But I remember one that you did was really cool. And it was during the winter. You guys must have been going through like a deep freeze. And this one had no sound whatsoever. And I'm guessing how you shot it is you just call all your agents and told them to go throw a cup of coffee over their heads or water or something. And it froze in midair, right? Yeah. Which was really, really cool. It did have sound, but that one didn't have captions. So that day was negative 18. We were in, it was one of the coldest winters we've ever had. Nobody wants to buy houses. No one wants to look at houses. No one wants to go house shopping. Agents don't want to come into the office. And so I literally was on my way into the office thinking, what could I do to keep engagement going, to stay in front of people this week? Everybody was home. School was off. Everyone was home in front of their computer. And I needed something like dramatic to put out there that everybody was going to resonate with. So I quick shot off a text to everybody at the brokerage saying, Hey, here's the script. If you want to be a part of this video, film it with your phone, get it into us by noon and we'll include it in. We had a hundred percent engagement at the brokerage. Everybody at the time participated in it and you had, it had to be boiling water. So boiling. Got it. Um, you know, <laughs> if you have people do dangerous things right. on video, make sure that you are covered. Don't uh, try this at home. Yeah. So anyway, they all threw it over, froze overhead. And yeah, I mean, I it got a ton of views on that video. Yep. You were telling a story about what everyone was doing on their day off because it was too cold. And you're just telling everyone what they know in a very cool way. It's genius. Yeah. The saying was, it might be cold outside, but the market is still hot. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Good. Yeah. So we did make it real estate related. And, um, you know, a lot of times I'll be... You could do this with anything. 
Yeah, you can. And that's my thing. That's where most of my videos come from. They'll come from ideas of things that I've seen other marketers for other companies doing. And I think, how can I translate that over to real estate? What can I do for that with real estate? Literally, you guys could look at, just look at a couple of funny videos. That's where I get a lot of ideas from. Mm-hmm. And recreate them with your spin. That's right. right. You could, I mean, you could even do Lady Gaga with like a, a dress and a wig. And Yeah, right. Let me ask you this. People always ask me this, like even when, when people call in from our site and they, they're looking at our services and not, they're always like, what's the ROI? What's the ROI? What's the ROI? And I tell them all the same thing. I go, honestly, I can't give you one because I just know it works. And when you're creating these videos, I want you guys to understand the difference between lead generation and branding and why you can't put a dollar amount on branding versus lead generation. So if you're buying leads or you're doing lead generation, it's very easy to measure. You either have a positive ROI every 30 days or give or not or take, right? Fair enough? Amen. Yep. But with branding, you don't because you don't know what video or what piece of content that you create that really creates the impact that makes you inside someone's mind, their realtor for life is really what it comes down to. And what we do know though, is that it's just consistency because the noise, and I, I was reading this and I was surprised the other day is like people on average seen like, I forget how many thousand sales messages a day today, as opposed to like before social media and all this other stuff. And if you really think about that, it's like picture yourself in Times Square and there's your real estate business and you have all those lights and all those videos and all that stuff. What the hell are you doing to stand out? Because that's somebody's brain on a daily basis. That's right. We're, we're generating attention. And the way that the business works, this isn't theory. This isn't like something that we drew up. I follow all math. This is mathematics. 10 to 15% of the population moves each and every year. And out of the people that are in your SOI or your database, every single one of them have a referral for you. The question is just, are they going to give it? Or are okay. they going to think of you when that pops up, either for their direct business or for their referral business? So when you're everywhere all the time with attention, we do know that three quarters, about 75, 76% of people use the first agent they speak with. That's why attention is so important because when all it is at the end of the day, guys, is when two people are conversing about buying or selling, your name is instantly thought of. That's attention. That's a brand. How many people think about that determines how big your brand is. But if you're going to be a secret agent, it's hard to generate referrals. What well, are your thoughts on that? Yeah. And I would say, you know, 15 years ago when there was no real social media, or it was just getting started. The big franchises obviously had a giant leg up on everybody because all it mattered was how many signs, how many listings they had. People would drive by their neighborhoods. Totally. Now no one's even looking when they're driving. They're looking on social media. And so how are you going to compete with that? You know, as an agent, how do you compete with the online presence? Well, you have to have brand awareness. You have to put yourself out there. You cannot be a secret agent, just like you said. And the way that you do that is through either engaging content like video or photos or constantly staying in front of people. And it's why same reason why agents always used to use their face on bus benches or their face on the sides of buses or whatever. It's the same thing. Think of it as your bus bench. It's the new bus bench. And so there's just really no there is no way to measure that. I get asked that all the time. When you're doing all these videos, what's your ROI? What can I expect for that? I don't know. All I know is it's working for me. Like everybody, everybody. I say, I say the same thing. I'm like, I don't know. I can't give you numbers. I just know it works. And yeah. it's a popularity contest. It makes you more known. It's simple. People use people they know. So become the most known and you get a lot of business. It's that simple. 
the more the more entertained you are, the more awareness you have. Yeah, well, and I would say don't just do it to be popular, right? You have to come from a place of authenticity. So pick yep. things that are, we're going to get back to that, pick things that are genuine to you because people will sniff right through it and they're going to unfollow you. And so you have to just be genuine and authentic about it when you're, you're putting it out there. You come from a spirit of contribution and give back with your content. Um, we're starting to video local restaurants and local businesses around town as a way to stay in front of people and give back to people interesting content. And in the same sense, we're giving back to these businesses. Yep. You know, it's what works. How consistent are you guys? Do you guys have a media calendar up and are you looking at like every two weeks? Are you doing one a month? Is it, how organized are you? Right um, I would say we put out at least two produced videos a week. We're putting out a lot of content, but that's where I operate. I've gone a hundred percent in on video. If you're just an agent getting started, with this and this isn't your thing and you don't have a videographer yet and you don't have the content creation ideas just flowing out of your brain like I might and I have I have dry spells where I can't think of anything creative like I've got to get myself in a creative zone and that is one of the toughest things about having consistency is making sure you are time blocking off time to let your brain think on the creative side you have to have that time or it won't happen and then you won't have the ideas and you won't have the content. But I've gotten really good at that part. So we do spit out a lot of videos. I mean, we spit out a lot of videos. But if you're just an agent getting started, do one day a week with a live about something. A live about something local in your community, a live about something that's special to you, a certain topic line and plan it ahead of time. Don't just think about it five minutes before you're supposed to go live. Like once you hit end on your first live, start thinking about next week's live or two weeks from now and start doing it every single week, same exact time and same type of topic and exhaust it, you know, do it for a while, see what kind of engagement you get. And so that people start to anticipate it. And then while you're doing that, if that starts working for you, then start thinking about other creative elements that you can add in. And, you know, you could potentially buy that professional camera and start practicing with it and give it a shot if you have time. Or just like you hire a videographer or hire a photographer for all of your houses, hire someone like Mike. Hire somebody to come and help you with the produce stuff and schedule that stuff out. Consistency is, is so important, guys. Let me explain why. And this is something that everyone seems to understand. What we're talking about is really direct mail farming, but with video content. And the same way why direct mail farming works is the same way what, how video works in the same marketing sense is that, and if you really look at it, typically and traditionally, we would do like a direct mail farm. We pick out 500 doors. We start farming the neighborhood. You show up to their door for 12 months in a row. Now, to make that campaign work, first, you're not going to get anything on the first month, probably the first three or four months. But maybe you have to do it for a year. Yeah. You after a year, you might get two or three because what happens is that you keep showing up and you keep popping up on their doorstep and you keep popping up their mailbox. And eventually, if you look at all of the like, marketing guys will tell you the same thing is you have to tell someone six times what the hell you do before they remember it. And conversions happy. Most conversions happy on six to nine happen on six to nine touches, right? So everything lines up. So if you're going to do video, what I'm getting at is that you have to have a consistency to it. And that could be once a month, that could be twice a month, 
But whatever it is, you stick to it because it's just like direct mail farming. The only thing that will build your personal brand or any brand, it's not a real estate thing, this is just any business thing, is consistent communication to the same audience over a course of time, period. And as long as that audience, the difference between an audience and the database is an audience is a group of people that actually know who you are and what you say and listen to what you say. Right. So same with this podcast. I missed my podcast last week. I was pissed. Well, you know why I missed my podcast last week was because no, I didn't show up. But <laughs> my website traffic will suffer. And it does every time I miss a show. And it's not your fault. No, I'm, I'm behind schedule on mine. But we understand that life gets in the way. But you have yeah. to put as much an emphasis on creating content and building a brand as you do prospecting because there really is no thing. Prospecting is now business. Building a brand is long-term business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, and I'll add to that. I just say agents spend so much of their time and money on lead gen and learning how to do lead gen and learning all the systems behind it and learning CRMs and learning all this stuff. Why aren't they investing that same kind of energy into marketing themselves and learning how to do some of this stuff and spending time practicing going on video before you go live? Take a few practice live videos. Pretend you're going live just with your camera and look back and self-edit. You have to get in the game or you are going to get boosted out of the game. You just are. I agree. I agree. Well, we're right at that. Uh, we went a little bit over, but you know, we're just talking. <laughs> Conversation goes well. We let these things roll. Noel, do you have any um, closing thoughts that you want to give to anybody? And then I'll go ahead and give you the floor um, after you get through with that. I would just say don't be afraid to be you. You oh. are your business. So you are your brand. Make sure that comes shining through. And just don't, if you've got a fun idea and you're worried about what people might think, it's probably a sign that it's a good idea. Don't be afraid to be you. Try it. Awesome. And Noel, I want you to go ahead and give the floor to you. Um, you guys, maybe you're in the Minnesota market. Um, go ahead and tell people how they can reach you. Go ahead and plug your brokerage for sure. giving us some time today and sharing us with your insight. <laughs> well, we're called Bright Birch Real Estate. Bright, like smart, birch, like a tree real estate. And you can find us right on Facebook, YouTube. We have channels for both those things. Or if you just want to go on my personal page, most of our videos are just straight up on my personal page. And it's Noelle the Minnesotan. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Just the same handle, Noelle the Minnesotan on all of them. Very cool. And I'll be seeing you next month. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Well, thank you guys. And thank you folks for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. As you can see today, we talked a lot about video. Uh, If you guys aren't sure what we do yet, this is exactly what we do. We'll build your series. We'll build your content. I'll tell you what to say. Then we'll shoot, edit, and distribute it all for you. And no, we won't break the bank either. If you're interested in that, you know how to find me. It's very simple. Realestatemarketingdude.com. Realestatemarketingdude.com. Please go ahead and um, subscribe to our show. Leave us some love. Give us some tunes. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And um, thanks for listening and being a loyal um, listener. But get off your ass. Start filming some content. Let's go. I'm waiting for your call. Let's do it. All right, Noel. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me for having yeah. you today. It was an awesome, awesome show. And I look forward to uh, hanging with you again soon sometime. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. You got it. Bye-bye. Bye. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. 
To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.